So the first time I had this insight, I remember it really, really well. It came to me in the gym. I was just training and it just came to mind. I immediately started writing notes so I wouldn't forget it. And I ran up to my apartment. I filmed an Instagram video immediately to share my raw thoughts on it. And I'm not sure where this insight came from, but I'm incredibly grateful that it did. And I want to share it with you today. So I get messages all the time from people who just need to take the weekend to eat whatever they want, to binge watch on Netflix, to almost disregard their goals entirely as an act of self-care. And it really got me thinking. I was really puzzled by this for a while because of, as a coach, I want my clients to prioritize self-care. I want them to lean into it and I want them to, you know, intuitively know when to take time out for themselves. However, it was impacting their goals. So I had this balance between the two. I'm like, well, I want them to achieve their goals, but I want them to take their self-care practices And then it occurred to me, self-soothing and self-care are two different things. Self-soothing and self-care are two different things. To me personally, this binge eating, this binge drinking, this binge watching, to me is self-soothing. And in my eyes, it's more done to like numb the pain, to distract, to serve as a bit of an escapism more so than anything else. And I feel that most of us are mixing this up with self-care. And once again, it got me thinking, how do we differentiate the two? How are we supposed to know whether what we're doing is actually going to have the restorative benefits of self-care or if it's actually self-soothing in disguise of self-care? And here's what the inner workings of my mind came up with. A self-care practice is beneficial in the short term and the long term, whereas a self-soothing practice is only beneficial in the short term, and that's debatable in itself, but is detrimental in the long term. If you overate and you had a takeaway, you had a ton of food, how are you going to feel the next day? If you stay up till 3am watching Netflix, how are you going to feel the next day? Probably tired probably unlikely that you're going to do anything productive with your day. How are you going to feel if you got drunk last night? You're going to wake up hungover, you're going to be tired, you're probably going to make some poor food choices, and you're probably just going to feel rough for the next couple of days or so. And I'm not judging anyone for doing these things. There might be a time and place for this, but we cannot call it self-care. Self-care for me is something that makes you feel better in the moment and the long term. Going to see a friend, Good in the short term, good in the long term, as long as that friend doesn't upset you and you don't get into any arguments. Going to get a massage, good in the short term, even better in the long term. Watching one movie that doesn't have you staying up until 3am, good in the short term, good in the long term. There's so many different examples I can give, and that to me is self-care. Journaling, going to the park, the beach, meditation, meeting up with family. And we need to understand the differences as most of these quote-unquote self-care practices are actually A, holding you back from your goals, but also B, holding you back from getting the benefits of genuine self-care practices. Let's put it this way. If your goal is to get in shape, but your only form of self-care is Netflix and takeaways that you feel you need every couple of weeks because of your stressful job, it's going to hold you back from reaching your health and fitness goals. When this dawned on me for the first time, I actively reviewed all of my own self-care practices and I implore you all to do the same. Look at those things that quote unquote make you feel better and ask yourself, is this genuinely self-care or is this self-soothing? And remember, the way to differentiate the two is how does it make me feel in the long term as well as the short term? And both men and women do this. However, a time I see this play out a lot is females during their monthly cycle. I hear from a lot of the clients I work with, they overate on the weekend, they skipped being active and just stayed in bed on the sofa. 
And actually in their check-ins later in that week or later on, they report back feeling quite frustrated and not actually pleased with how they handled it. However, when they report back on the other months and weeks where they went out for walks, they kept their nutrition on point. And instead of lying in bed, they didn't necessarily go to the gym and go hard. They just got out and moved their body a little bit. They went to the gym, but they did some yoga instead. And they always report back feeling much better for it than when they lied on the sofa or decided to overeat. And there might be a time for some extra calories and a little bit more rest, but we've really got to put these things under the microscope and determine, are we doing acts of self-care or is this an act of self-soothing? So have a think about it and remember the difference. Does it serve me in the long term as well as the short term? And it might be that some of these just need tweaking. Maybe it's one to two episodes versus watching an entire season in one night. Maybe it's half a homemade pizza that fits in your calories versus the entire one from a takeaway spot. Or maybe the action just needs replacing entirely. Time with friends, time out in nature, time listening to music, creating art, whatever it is, be creative and I guarantee you'll be more nourished both physically and mentally. So I hope that helps you guys look into your self-care and self-soothing practices. I wasn't really sure which one to use there and you're able to apply the correct definition and get all the benefits from them. So that's everything from me team. Take care and I look forward to speaking with you tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.